You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV as we're ringing in the end of Season 2 with only two more episodes to go, starting with tonight's Operation Fake Date. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, NBC's. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is me and you tonight. One more episode of just me and you. So, getting into the episode, we start off, the reason I chose Thriller, there's so many reasons, but reason number one, the awesome disguises at the very top of the show. Can we say terrible? <laughs> That's okay. Cat's cute as a blonde and the mustache, uh, yeah, gotta go. But either way, it was an interesting attempt to be disguised with their fake baby that Vincent almost killed. But hey, it happens. Um, what we start off is they're obviously in hiding because of all this stuff that's going around that Gabe is causing because there's tons of issues. What are your guys' opinion on Agent Knox? Is he trustworthy or is he not trustworthy? Does he have good intentions? Thus far, I think he's pretty much on the good side. I don't think he has any ill intentions with anybody else. Oh, let me stop and just say this. If you guys have any thoughts about tonight's episode and you are watching live on AfterBuzzTV.com, please, I have my phone, feel free to tweet me at KissMyPassport. We can continue the conversation. Some of you guys tweeted at me last episode but retweeted the part where I said, have a conversation with me. No! <laughs> Tweet me your topics. If you want me to talk about something and I'm totally missing it or you have an opinion, feel free to share it with me. All right. So going back into Agent Knox, we start the top of the show where he says, hey, Vincent, everything's fine. We'll get you exonerated. Just turn yourself in. No big deal. Just go back to jail. Right. That just sounded bad. Going off the... Get go. It just sounded bad to me. But, you know, obviously they go through with it. They decide to do things. I love that Vincent was so upset. I don't love it, but the point is he was so upset when it was his last night out, his last night of freedom with his girlfriend, and everybody has him on the watch. And this dude is freaking out. But I guess freak out is a good thing because obviously that means you really care about Kat and you really love her because he is just all over the place. And at one point, JT busts out the guns and he's like, all right, look, you're not going anywhere. And I loved it. I love that JT had that moment of being this strong, macho guy because he was going through it this episode. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but finding his own way, if you will, with him and Tess. Very nice. But anyhow, we see... Vincent in a way that I feel like we haven't quite seen him before because he's been upset about things and freaked out about things. But now that it involves Kat, which is obviously his one precious thing, it's the one thing that he holds on to that matters to him the most. So, of course, he's going to freak out, right? I don't know. He was a little bit much for me to handle. So one of the things that 
we're going to go into tonight is the fact that he did decide to turn himself in and was kidnapped. I don't know about you guys, but I totally saw that one coming. As soon as he turned himself in, you know, he's sitting on the on the bed with his little book, trying to behave, just trying so hard, bless his heart, to behave. And, you know, here's these doctors. This is what I don't get. Okay, so these doctors come in, right, to go get him, and he reads their heartbeat. One has a slow heartbeat, and one has a fast heartbeat. Clearly, you know, your beastie instincts tell you that the fast heartbeat means that somebody is lying and he still chose to go with him. I'm a little bit confused as to why that happened. But either way, he's going about his business, running all these tests, this, that and whatever. And Gabe, just Gabe is behind all this nonsense. And did anybody else want to slap him? Because I know I've been saying it this whole entire, I don't know what, last two episodes. And for inkling of a moment just an inkling i almost felt sorry for gabe because we got a sneak peek into what he's his mentality is about this whole situation we see a little bit of his backstory and you know at one point when i was a beast i accidentally pushed my mom down the stairs and i loved her so much but i had no control so i get it i get it you don't want that to happen to Catherine. but hey guess what vincent is not you he's not you he's not going to do the same things you did, nor does he have the same DNA, because you guys were two totally different beasts, so you need to calm down. He just brought out the Cray this entire episode, Cray Z, with capital C. And so I want to go into, oh, the blood. So they take Vincent's blood, right, as they have him kidnapped, if you will, while they're doing all these tests. Sounds to me like another Murfield. Maybe not the same but another Murfield, which is irritating because there's so many obstacles. Can Vincent and Kat just love each other? Can they just love each other? I mean, I know we wouldn't have a Beauty and the Beast, but let them fight crime. Do something together. But please, stop dividing them. We're coming to an end-ish. Thank goodness for season three, right? And then also, I hate that Gabe thinks for 2.2 seconds that he is the man. Right? He has this conversation with Catherine about how I am the one that you run to every single time. I am your safe haven. Shut up. What are you on right now? That's what I want to know. Like, you are so delusional. But, I mean, that's what makes Gabe a great character, right? Because if it wasn't for Gabe, we wouldn't have all this. And did we really see this coming at the beginning of the episode when Gabe was trying, or not episode, excuse me, the beginning of season two, when Gabe was trying to earn his way back into everybody's life and prove to everyone that I'm trustworthy, I'm trustworthy. And then he goes this ape wall direction. Did you guys see it coming? Because I did a little bit, but I wanted to believe him. I wanted to believe him so bad, which brings me to my next topic, the date, the date that him and Catherine had. First of all, more craziness because you really thought Catherine was going to go on a date with you? You had her sister kidnapped. You've been trying to pretty much kill, get rid of anything possible to the love of her life. And you think you have a chance with her. Right. (laughs) That's all I have to say about him. So either way, we had that moment, right? They went on their little cake date. Sweet, cute, innocent. He shares his little backstory. And Kat bought it. I don't know about you guys, but I think that Kat actually bought it for a second and slightly felt sorry for him. So then when they have this weird, awkward kiss goodnight, 
Why would you do that? A, if you're Catherine, I get you're in a weird position and you're trying to play your angles. And and Catherine even upset me a little bit because I thought she should know better. You're getting involved with Gabe and you're trying to do this single-handedly because you think the power of the I won't say it, but you know what I'm thinking. You think because you have that over Gabe and he's in love with you that the plan is just going to go in your direction. And us being beasties and being familiar with the show, we know that's not the case. So... Going back to the kiss, A, should not have let it happen. You know Vince was going to get upset about that. And B, Gabe, why would you jump in after that long and trying to earn your way into someone's life? Even on a first date, you don't kiss the girl right away. So this is a reuniting date. Why did you kiss her? No, 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 no. I rest my, I rest my case. Done. Over that. Let's move on to Heather. Heather, I get she's having this moment where she's trying to get over, and I like that she admitted it too, she's trying to get over the fact that she was traumatized by this kidnapping. And so this whole party is all about her and this, that, and whatever. And she really disappointed me when it came down to it and there was a moment with Nosy Beth, who we'll talk about next, needed to hear the truth. She needed to hear the truth, and that's all that Tess wanted was for Heather to come clean and talk about the kidnapping so they can get rid of Beth. Because, Heather, you know Vincent's story. Now you know all the seriousness of the situation. And you had a tantrum moment where you didn't want to give the information you should have just so you can throw a tantrum. This is my party and blah, blah, blah. Honey, you have strippers and penises all around you and you are really upset right now. Again, I get it. I'm glad that they explained that to us. The reason she's doing it is just to get her mind off of things, and she went about it the wrong way, and she didn't want to be lonely. Do we feel sad for her? Hmm, a little bit. Got to be understanding. I, I, I'm so stuck on the storyline that it upsets me, but I understand. Now going back to Beth. Honey, she got what she deserved. Just kidding. She didn't deserve all that. But Beth really did upset me this episode because she didn't know when to turn off. In my notes, I think I had written down, too. She's always on. Leave the reporter behind because you need to learn how to separate friendship from work. And for her to be taking information from Gabe, who she does not know that well, and to go against everything that Kat, who is supposedly a childhood friend, and, and nose into her business and try to figure things out. And it really angered me that she started throwing things at them like, oh, well, I know this and I know that and I know about DNA and blasey, blasey, blasey. And Tess even called her on it and she said, Gabe, is that your source? Like this crazy individual? And they have to spend the whole episode convincing her that he's crazy. And what happens? He's, well, we'll save that for later. That's like the highlight Sadly, that's the highlight of the show, if you will, like the big moment. So we'll leave that till the very end. Um, but going back to the whole Heather situation and the best situation and this party. And first of all, who invited Beth? Oh, never mind. I answered my own question. Tess invited Beth for reasons we won't go into. But either way, going into the party and the setup for the party and Tess. I love Tess. You guys know I love her, and I love her and JT. And at the very beginning of the show, them being in the sex shop, what an awkward situation. And there were a lot of sex jokes this episode. I don't know if you caught that at all, but everywhere between being in a hostel and Kat and Vincent hearing people next door having sex and then being in the sex shop and poor JT 
thinking that he's not sexually matched for Tess because she's just working her way through this store like, I know where this is and I know where that is. Ah, it's fine. What? You don't know about this stuff? And JT's like, uh, uh, uh uh-oh. You know, and I love that he goes to Vince and he's like, I got issues, man. Like, my girl, I think she's a freak and I'm not and blah, blah, blah. And then here comes Kat and she's her issues are ten times bigger. So he's just like, oh. All right. So, do-do-do, never mind. But it, it was a reoccurring theme, so I thought it was cute. It was funny. And I love that he bought the handcuffs that were pink and foofy because he was trying to be edgy. Yeah. If it's not you, you probably shouldn't try it be open-minded but shouldn't try it and at least at the end of the episode Tess comes clean and she's like uh (laughs) that makes me weird too so either way it was cute I liked it I liked at the end of the episode they had their moment where they kissed and he's about to do his business and they're at Gabe's house so that just didn't happen but still waiting for that moment I still want to see the passion between the two of them because we haven't gotten enough of that JT and T lovers and also, let's see what else we can talk about tonight. You know, I'm on this show all by myself. So if you're watching on YouTube, it's me and you eye to eye. But occasionally, I look at my notes. You know, big episode. Lots to talk about. Um, oh, the fake date we talked about is a complete disaster and a complete mess. And then the cake switch. I didn't get to talk about that. I Am I surprised? No. However... It did make me feel bad for 2.2 seconds when Gabe was so smiley face on his way home in the car like, yeah, I kissed the girl. She's going to give me another chance. And then as he's driving back, he looks in the box and don't they switch cakes. And of course, he's, you know, walking up to the door and who eavesdrops when you knock on someone's door? Do you really listen at the door for as long as he did to get information and then knock? No, you just knock at the door. So that made me mad. Everything just fell apart. Everything. Um, oh, you know, gosh, I got to all this talking and I have random pictures from this episode. If you'd like to pull up a picture or two, that's totally okay. Maybe it'll give me more direction so I'm not all over the place. And you guys are slacking on the job. Where are my tweets, guys? Where are my tweets? You're killing me, Smalls. Um, oh, oh, this is from my top. We'll talk about this later. Maybe it's in the wrong order. No big. We'll get to pictures later. Um, ah, yes. Let's talk about the whole issue with getting exonerated because mm, maybe like three-fourths of the way through, we finally find out after all this that Vincent gets exonerated. But here's the thing. Who exonerated him? It's the people that are doing tests on him that are cutting off his hair and and taking blood and this, that, and whatever. And I'm trying to figure out because when they wrote, you know, we talked about when he was, excuse me, when he, when they wrote the final episode for season two, they didn't know if there was going to be a season three. So to introduce something so huge, like another organization, yes, cliffhanger can lead us into episode three, but that's so huge that it makes me wonder what is going to happen in the season finale. Obviously, a lot of big stuff, and I feel like it's going to fly at us really quickly just because they're wrapping all this stuff up. Um, but what I didn't talk about is the fight scene between Cat and Gabe, which really wasn't between Cat and Gabe. It was just between Cat and Cat kicking Gabe's butt. I love strong women. I talk about it all the time, so it was great. But she lost control. Like Gabe made her so mad, and ladies, 
I don't know about you, but I would be equally as mad if someone got that crazy to where he was starting to think that he is just the one and he's creating all this drama for me. And she just socked it to him, socked it to him so hard that he was out dead. And I don't know, that was a really interesting scene because here comes Gabe. I'm not, excuse me, Gabe. Here comes Vincent ready to kill Gabe and Gabe's already knocked out on the ground. Right. And he's like, you did this. I almost felt like he was a little proud of his girl. Like, yeah, my girl could kick butt. I don't know. Maybe I read that completely wrong. And she's obviously so upset and bawling. And it made me wonder if she was upset and bawling because she may have killed somebody. But she's a cop, right? She's killed people before. Maybe not people that were former friends, but she has. And then I thought... Is a piece of you upset because you do care about Gabe? Like, why? I'm confused as to why you're so upset. And then they revive the guy that they, that's that been trying to cause them all this trouble. And what do you get for being the good guy? Good things. But as we see at the end of the show, not so good things. Because if you would have left him dead, this drama would have been over. But you let the guy live. First of all, second of all, I did not understand, you know, JT and Tess stay behind and they unhandcuff him. What'd you do that for? You know what I would have? I would have handcuffed him to something and just let him be hungry. That's what I would have done. But no, unhandcuff the guy so he can go in the bathroom, inject himself with some serum. Let's just talk about it. The serum that turns him back into a beast. Raise your hand if you saw that one coming. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, both my hands are raised because what else is he going to do? He has nothing. He has nobody. But I want to know is, A, why do you have that serum and you're just now using it? Not that I wanted you to do it before. But B, after giving this whole speech to Catherine earlier in the episode about how you did things to people that you really cared about when you beasted out, and you're trying to protect her so that way she doesn't have that happen to her. You give her this journal, blasey blasey, and you just turned yourself into a beast. So you can do what? Probably hurt cat. Okay, hypocrite, right? So gave us his. He doesn't make any sense to me at all whatsoever. Uh, going back into my notes, I'm sure there's other things that I want to cover as well. And if not, and I missed something, you guys know you can always reach out to me and let me know. Um. If not, I have a backup plan, so don't worry. Do, 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 do. Well, I'm going to call that one a night just for now because it's just me and you. The last thing I want to talk about is recapping the very, very end where Gabe does say to Beth after Beth so innocently says, oh gosh, let me go back to my notes. I'm going back and forth. It's funny because if you guys could see my notes, it's like pages and pages long. And me and my fast talking self, I managed to go through the entire thing so quickly. Um, Let's see. We talk about Rebecca's journal. I briefly mentioned that. But okay, so basically going back to when Gabe steals her heart out from her chest because he says that the whole world is going to know tomorrow. So he obviously has this huge plan. But what is this beastly instinct where everybody wants to rip everybody's hearts out? That only happened season two. And it happened like very in the beginning. And then Vince does it. And then, gosh, we saw somebody else do it too. Remind me. Feel free. 
But what I'd like to get into, and this is something I want to do with you, is my favorite moments of season two. As we wrap this up and we celebrate season three, we have our favorite moments. And because there's such a long gap between the season two in the beginning and then us returning a little bit later, sometimes things get fuzzy. But take screenshots. What's your favorite moment? And then for the season finale, we can cover that together. So you can reach out to me on Twitter. We'll figure out a way how we can connect and give me shots of your favorite moments of season two. I will share mine with you. So let's start with our very first picture, which is up right now. This is JT and T before they became JT and T. (laughs) When things are still a little bit awkward and we see Tess just throw it down. And now we get to see this. This is another one of my favorite moments. If you are listening on iTunes. Definitely thank you for downloading. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, and all that good stuff. But go on to YouTube. We are on YouTube. You get to see all these fabulous pictures that I spent so much time looking up. And going back to my actual picture, we see the two of them in bed, cuddly. Here's my thing. You know, I want to see intimacy, right? And they're fully clothed in bed. Not that I'm trying to get rated. Not PG. R-ish. But y'all have been talking about a lot of sex this episode, so can I see some more sweet moments with them in bed? Next. Okay, so, you know, I picked this moment before Gabe got really crazy tonight, so that's my little claim to this. But this was back in the day when she, Kat, just to clarify, when Kat was really trying to make things work with Gabe and really trying to act like and convince herself that she wasn't into Vincent and that... A normal life would be better. Honey, no life is better than a Vincent life. That's what I have to say. Going to our next picture. Oh! (laughs) This is one of my favorite moments because this is the first time... You you guys know the moment. I really don't have to recap, but I'll say it anyways. The first time she slept with Vincent after the whole memory loss thing, you know, let's try to be together again, and she got carried away, and this is the morning after. How many of you woken up the morning after with this look on your face feeling this way? Uh, Maybe not next to Jay Ryan because, you know, my face would not look like that if I woke up next to him. But I thought it was a really funny shot that they happened to catch of her. Next picture. Okay, so this was from tonight. So this is going into my tonight episodes. You know, it's funny. I saw this picture. This is a picture of Vincent while he's in the laboratory. And behind him is a TV screen of him. They're surveillancing him. But when I saw this, I thought... Oh, Vincent's on a plane. Maybe he's going somewhere. Wait, there's another picture of Vincent behind him. Maybe they cloned him because my imagination was going crazy. But I was really wrong. Next picture. I do believe, oh, this is tonight's episode when she was talking. It could have been Gabe or somebody else on the phone. But Vincent getting really worked up and upset about her trying to do this fake date. Next picture. Ah, okay. So this is going into our season finale. So why don't I do my very brief news and gossip really quickly? Do 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 do. Okay. After Buzz TV News. My news gossip. Okay. So Cat faces a tough decision. BCs, I know you're dedicated. I know you've read these synopsises, but just going into season two, let's just bring it up that Cat is on a search to thwart Gabe and finds her answer in unexpected places. 
the journal of our ancestor. So the journal comes up again. But then there's this big debate over whether or not she should kill Vincent so that way things can get better because it's the only way to say Blah. No. And we already preluded to that in tonight's episode because she's reading about Alistair and about... Her Rebecca, that's what her ancestor's name is, Rebecca, and how she had to kill her beloved beast. That's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. I mean, nice drama twist, but not going to happen. Also, news and gossip. I always like to give shout outs to other people that are doing cool stuff with the beasties. So there is an interview. It's about 50 minutes-ish long, and it's Nisa. Wow. Nina Lisandrello. I'm so sorry. I'm real great at messing up her name. She is doing an interview with... It's called EP365, but there are some really cute moments in there. She talks about her relationship with Tess and what she has in common with her. At the same time, there are moments apparently this season where she couldn't stand her, which is neat to hear just because I think it's really neat to hear. All right. Let's go into my predictions really quickly. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Really quickly, I will say this. If you go on to, because I was researching Nina and her Facebook, it's really interesting because if you look at her photos, which obviously it's run by a fan, so thank you, but there's a lot of pictures of Vincent and Kat on there instead of her. A few of her, but a lot of Vincent and Kat. Anyway, just thought I'd bring that one up. So going into my predictions, I want to talk about what we think is going to happen. So let's bring up the picture that we just had up for next episode called Deja Vu. Which I finally figured out why it's called Deja Vu. I could be wrong. But hey, Deja Vu. Gabe is a beast again. Surprise. Okay. So picture number one. We, You know, I don't know what's going on in this picture. All I know is that Gabe, excuse me. Why am I doing that tonight? All I know is that Vincent is in a bathrobe and it is open and I get to see his abs and he is in Catherine's kitchen. So Let's just hope it's happy times. Oh, weird. Okay, so this was one of my top five moments. Somehow it got mixed into my other pictures. No big deal. But going, this is Tom Everett Scott, for those of you who are listening. And he's a great actor. Yeah, okay, his character didn't help the situation, but I love him as an actor. And I love that he was introduced to the show. So that was back in my top five moments. Okay, next picture, please. Oh, gosh, we are still going into my top. Okay, (laughs) a little bit. You know, mixing it up here. Remix. So this is a picture of Tori. You guys all know her. Love, hate, maybe. I don't know. But what I notice in this picture, and I never notice in the show, is can you see her grill? Holy cow. I know that beasts have crazy teeth, but hers are twacked hard. And I had to take a picture. And I had to show you guys. I know. Beautiful girl, just not when she's a beast. Do I have any more pictures? That's it. Okay. So I'm still in the prediction category. We have a lot that is going to happen. I feel like things will wrap up nicely in the sense to where Gabe is gone. We got to get rid of him. Let's kill him once and for all. I love Sentail, but honey, your character has lost his mind. He's out. Um, will Vincent be the one to kill him? Nah, he's trying to keep his ma- maintain his humanity. And tonight we actually got to see him beast out for 2.2 seconds, which I wanted to bring up. He's been so busy being so humanized because Cat wants him this way, blah, blah, blah. But how many times does he could have, or excuse me, could he have saved a situation by beasting out? Hmm. Anyhow, enough of that. I think that we will have a good JT and Tess moment and wrap everything up 
excuse me, tonight is a rough night, guys. It's rough. But I think we're going to wrap everything up with a slight romantic note. We're going to have an end with Gabe. But the cliffhanger, because they wanted a cliffhanger, I think will be that medical research group. That will push us into season three. So until next week for the big season finale, I'm Ali Kona Bradford. Please connect with me on Twitter because I love to talk to you guys. And that's my job, right? So tweet at me at KissMyPassport. Let's talk some more and check out my website, AliKonaBradford.Wix.com backslash television host. And if you like what you see, please hit like. Until then, goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Check out Maria's book. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.